Oh my god, I think I want a baby. <laughs> no, 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 not now, not now. Right? But there's like one thing standing in my way of like finally committing to this. And we're going to get into it today on this lovely Thursday show of Certified Mama's Boy. Thank you for being here. Hi, my name's Kramer, and I am proud to admit that I am a mama's boy. You're not just any mama's boy, you're a certified mama's boy. And this is the Certified Mama's Boy Podcast. Oh my gosh, 480 episodes of this show. Isn't that crazy? Remember, I said I'm going to do one month, and that's it. <laughs> See how it goes. God, those first couple months were so hard, too. I'm just so beat down. I have, like, zero confidence. Uh, now I still have zero confidence. I just care less. <laughs> uh, in case you're new, this is a podcast based on three principles. Live, laugh, love your mom. It's just here just to, so you to feel a part of something, you know? it's uh, we, we live our lives out loud. We laugh a lot. and We love my mom, my co-host, Nancy Yancey. Hi, Mom. Hi, honey. Yeah, New York made me feel like maybe I do want a kid. And this was, like, the weirdest way of getting to that conclusion ever. Um, so I'm like barely awake today still. I felt like I had more energy after, I, well, I guess it's going to take me a couple of days. It's just like, this is a, this Thursday show feels like a Monday show. Easily. <laughs> um, yes, we're all so, off kilter. Just all off, man. This, it's the worst idea ever to start your week on a Wednesday because <laughs> it's like all the week, all the work that you missed on Monday and Tuesday is still there. It didn't go yeah. anywhere. Just waiting for you. Yeah. Waiting for you to get back and then just boom. Uh, yeah, so New York was fun, had a good time, um, went to go see some Broadway shows, and, mm-hmm. and honestly, it wasn't even that cold. Um, it got down probably into the 40s, which wasn't, you know, terrible for New York. Um, it was warmer there than it was in Baltimore a few days. Yeah, so it was like <laughs> a nice break from the cold and yeah. lesser cold. Yeah. Uh, New York's a lot, though. It is a lot. I mean, there's just so many people everywhere. Like, and <laughs> It's funny because I always forget that. You guys got to remind me when I go on trips that I... Um, it's not going to be like the pictures you see on Instagram. You need to like, see all these families. I'm like, we're in front of a tree. Yeah, but those t- those people, like there's 400,000 people around you. <laughs> yes. Bumping into you. And New York's so funny. It's such an aggressive place. I can't tell you how many FUs and like yelling and like just screaming at one another, honking. Like it's, it's a very aggressive city. If you're not <laughs> used to that lifestyle, like, literally I was walking by. Uh, if you got little ears in the car, I feel like I've got to say the word without, um, to make this as, uh, uh, to make my point here. So I was walking by this one theater and this guy, he looked like he maybe worked for the show, mm-hmm. like some kind of stage hand or something. Um, was standing up by the, the door and the office, he's on, it's on the phone. All of a sudden I hear, fuck you, fuck you. No, fuck you. Fuck you. Fuck you. Fuck you. Fuck you. Fuck you. Finally, literally like maybe 12 oh my times. God. And then <laughs> the phone up and then like literally acted like things were fine. I was like, <laughs> And then just kept on walking, like such a weird, (laughs) weird place. I'm trying to think there's anything else like completely bizarre that I saw in New York. It's just, it's just, it's a, it's its own, its own place up there, man. It's its own place, you know. It is. Uh, So anyway, uh, yeah. So I, I had a really weird moment, and I don't know if this is like a midlife crisis. I don't know what's happening, because honestly, I had like thought that I was going to probably just not have kids. I just assumed that was probably the way my life was going to go. Was like, and I was okay with it. I was kind of like, it's fine. Like, just not how it worked out, and that's that's okay. I'm 38, you know. So. Uh, Not that I can't, but it's like, God, I'm not going to be like, you know, the 65 year old dad at graduation. Like (laughs) Jesus. Um. So. As I'm sitting here, the we were I was supposed to go see Wicked on the uh, on Sunday, and I was like really pumped up about seeing Wicked. Mm-hmm. At like 1 p.m., I get an email that says your order has been canceled. Here's your refund, and I was like, mm-hmm. "Wait, what?" 
And so um, I was trying to click through my emails a little bit and figure out what happened. Apparently, somebody in the cast had COVID, and so they had to shut the whole production down. Oh. Which sucks. Uh, well, they were kind of waiting yeah, for everyone's test results bad. to come back, you know. So everyone, everyone yes. had to go. Have everyone had to go on lockdown. Uh, so they had to cancel like the whole weekend's production of Wicked, which sucks because Wicked's like a really big show. In case you don't know Broadway, it's like mm-hmm. it's like one of the bigger shows. Mm-hmm. So um, instead, we went to go see um, uh, Waitress, which I just saw like three weeks ago, right? Because it was here huh. in Baltimore. It's I saw the touring show of it, but um, I kind of wanted to go see a cheaper show and yeah. uh, you know, you can get like day up tickets there a lot cheaper and waitress is one of the options. And so I was like, well, let's just go see waitress. It's, it's a good show. Yeah. And um, I, I remember the end of seeing waitress here that I got emotional. But I couldn't really figure out why I was really getting emotional. I couldn't really figure out like what was causing that uh, emotion uh, mm-hmm. to, to creep up in me. Mm-hmm. And so at the end of wicked this time, I'm mean, not wicked at the end of uh, uh, waitress this time, I, and I'm going to give you a spoiler alert here um, in case you want to see it. Apparently it was a movie too, which I didn't even realize. Uh, hmm. But so the end of the, at the end of the, of the show is basically the show is about this woman that is in like a terribly abusive relationship. And she's like waiting for like the right time to like get out. But then she gets pregnant. Right. So then she's like, well, now what am I supposed to do? You know, the age old, age old dilemma yes. of, well, now am I stuck and whatever? And how could I, how could I ever leave? I don't have enough money. And she was going to enter this. She was a waitress and she made pies and she's like, I want to make, enter this contest. And I win, it's like $20,000 prize. And I'll use that to start my new life. And blah, blah. there you go. You saw the whole musical. Uh, so <laughs> and they sing a lot in between. That's it. So <laughs> I, um, I decided to, uh, I don't know. So I, so at the end of it, what happens was it's a, uh, she has the baby and the second she has the baby, she has this like realization that like, Oh my God, like I, I'm like a mom now and like, I'm strong. And like, my job is to like protect this child. And I think the first time through, I got kind of emotional about it because it was like, she finally found her inner strength. And I think as someone that has just went through that, if you saw my Instagram, I posted something about this a couple of days ago about just how God refreshing it is when you like finally find yourself mm-hmm. and like you're confident with yourself and mm-hmm. the musical kind of brought that out of me of like, I remember those days of not like speaking up for myself and like feeling like I didn't really matter that much. And you know, mm-hmm. how crappy that felt. It wasn't really, it just felt like I was kind of floating along, you know? Mm-hmm. And so I think that's the first time that he got me emotional. Yo, I don't know what it was. I don't know what it was, but I literally, the second that she like, had the baby, which I, I knew was coming. Like I didn't know. I just saw it two weeks ago. Literally, I just saw it. <laughs> I knew right. it was coming. I got, I literally started just like bawling huh. and like about like, oh my God, I can't like, I, I, like all the emotion this way. This, the woman that played the, the main character was really good on Broadway, obviously. Hmm. And like the emotion that like she evoked made me think, holy shit, maybe I want a kid. Oh. Like maybe I want a kid. Like the, like, like the way that like it just, it made her feel, made me feel. Mm. And it was like, then it was like all these comments in my head of like, oh my God, your life will change. Once you have a kid, like you'll never, like you can't understand it until you do it. And it's like, it's the best thing that's ever happened to me. And like literally like, like 20 years of comments about kids start like flooding my brain mm. of like, oh my God, like maybe, maybe I do want a kid, mm. which is like a really scary realization to come to at age 38, by the way, at 38 mm-hmm. and, and not, you know, not in a relationship. Mm-hmm. Um, and it really like freaked me out. It really freaked me out into thinking, oh my God, mm-hmm. is this what I really want? Because you guys know me. I was kind of just like, whatever, like kids, eh, mm-hmm. whatever. But now I'm like, oh my God, 
do I, do I really want kids? And I think what makes me even more scared is I'm not quite sure. <laughs> like I thought I was pretty sure about like, it's fine. You know, like if I, you know, I date somebody with kids like that, that's fine. If I date somebody without kids, that's fine. Like, I don't know necessarily know that I want my own kids and that's fine. Or maybe the, maybe we'll have some kids and that'd be fine too. Like I, but like now, now I don't know. Like, I feel like I steered the ship closer to, I want to have a kid hmm. and like, that's freaking me out all because of the stupid musical that I just saw two weeks ago and I didn't feel that way. Yeah. Uh, she's a really great actress. She drew you right in. Mom, thoughts on all that? Does that sound crazy to you? Does that sound, is, is seeing a musical a good reason to have a kid? <laughs> like, I don't, I don't know what, what's come over me for real. This is no, and this is, and this is no yuck, yuck, by the way, this is no yuck, yuck. This is for real, like for real, you know. No, I think that you're probably going to question that a lot of times in your life, whether you do or you don't. I think that, you know, people when they're 50 and don't have kids may wonder. People when they're 50 and do have kids wonder. Yeah. Um, you know, I, I think did you ever did you an, ever did it's you an ever wonder of yourself? Did you ever wonder though? Like did you, were you ever like No. You just you know, always knew. And that's what scares no. me is, is you're like, well, I just I just knew I wanted to be a mom. And I'm like, well shit, then like should I feel that way too? Like is that something no. that I should have already felt at this point? I didn't I didn't always feel that way. Um, when I was first married, I can remember talking to Dan Carruthers, who was my boss at Riches and my dear, dear friend, um, who had two kids, and saying, I'm just not sure I want kids. And he was like, oh, my God. He said, you know, you will you will just miss out on the best part of your life if you don't do that. And I was like, yeah, not so sure. And then, you know, your biological clock starts ticking and about age 26, 27, I was like, yeah, I think, I think we should have kids. And, you know, Jim was always into it. So it was fine. And I, oh gosh, I have no regrets, none whatsoever. See, and that's, but the thing is like, I, like you're 27, I'm 38, you know, almost yeah. 39. Yeah. It's like a little bit di- with, with things no, are different with no partner. now too. Women don't, yeah. Women don't have children as young as they used to anymore. I mean, as you know, women are having babies up to age 50. And for yeah. men, I mean, my goodness. Oh, yeah. I mean, I can do it yeah. at age 70 if I want to. Yeah, like whatever. exactly. Because um, I don't really feel like a clock ticking, but I do feel like I've got to kind of make my mind up once and for all on this mm-hmm. because it's kind of hard for me to pick a partner when mm-hmm. I can't make my mind. And this is like the one piece of the puzzle that I'm still like, God, and I, and I thought, honestly, I thought I was good. Like mm-hmm. I thought I was like, okay, this is, you know, this is okay. This is fine. Like I'm good. I don't, you know, I don't need to have kids. Mm-hmm. Like I'm, I'll be, I'll be fine. Um, and actually like, like pretty okay with it, you know, mm-hmm. like, all right, this is my life. Mm-hmm. But I just don't know if like, if, cause here's what scares me part two about it. It's like, y'all told me the same thing about being married too. Y'all were like, mm-hmm. oh my God, your life will be so <laughs> complete once you get married. It's just the great, you have got a partner and you just everything, you go through things together and blah, blah, blah. And it was not, it was not that, it was not that. I mean, it wasn't terrible, but like, it was just a lot different than you guys pitched it to me. You know what Mm -hmm. I mean? So like, that's, I'm afraid too. It's like all these thoughts are getting in my head of like, oh my God, like like you just said, oh my God, you want, it's the best you mean me. But then like, when I see kids, I'm like, wow, they look like a-holes a lot of the time. And so like, why, why? Like I've almost made it out of the kid, like the kid phase, you know, like I'm almost like. But let me tell you something, having your own kid is different than having anyone else's kid. But you can't go back. And you, you can't, can't go, go back. back. But I believe <laughs> you can't turn back in, you know? Like I believe that once you find your partner, that the two of you will decide what's right for you. And you shouldn't choose a partner based on whether or not you want to have kids. Well, mm. uh, no, maybe not. 
I might want to take that back. <laughs> if, if you Retraction. have a partner and you do and they don't, then that is a problem. Yeah. Um, but. Well, I don't know. know. If, if you've got any thoughts on this, and I, again, I just don't know if it's an innate feeling you always had or like what, mm-hmm. it, if it wasn't, like what was it finally when you were like, okay, for sure I want to do this. Uh-huh. Because now well, like everything sure that I, I don't. Or for sure I don't. I don't. I, uh-huh. and like I, I swear to you for like the last two years I've been like for sure I don't. Like for sure yeah. I don't. Like I don't. And I don't need them. Like if it happens, it happens. But like I don't need one. Yeah. But now I'm like, ah, like I saw a musical and now my whole life has changed. And I'm like, maybe I'm just being crazy because I'm, uh, you know, just the, the, the moment hit me. And then uh, I don't know. I'm just having low key anxiety about that today. Hmm. Let me, uh, let me read you this, uh, this headline of um, something I saw when I was prepping the radio show today. The average person has four small wins a day. The person oh. has four small wins a day. Um, a poll found that the average person experiences 1,460 small wins a year, about four a day. That includes everything from finding money in your pocket to hearing a new song that you like on the radio. That's what they consider like a small win. Hmm. And like it just made me think like that's – that's y'all, like this is what we've been preaching now for the last year and a half on this podcast. Yeah. It is, is to look for the little victories in your life. And obviously tomorrow's mm-hmm. little victories day. But uh-huh. when I saw this, I'm like, holy crap, like this is what we've been doing as a community now for like the last, yeah, for over a year now, uh-huh. at least. Right. Mm-hmm. Uh, other things that can be, you know, these, they, they call them, they don't call them little victories though. They call them small wins. We call them little victories. Uh-huh. Um, things like uh, paying, finally paying off a bill, you know, achieving right. a fitness goal, uh, mm-hmm. finishing a book, something like that, completing mm-hmm. a chore, mm-hmm. um, making it to work on time. Mm-hmm. Uh, 83% of people said that just one small win can sometimes turn their whole day around. And four and five say that they've tried to appreciate their small wins even more since the pandemic hit. And that's kind of what we've been doing over here. Yes. I just love like when our podcast aligns <laughs> with science, you know, um, it says the, the most satisfying types of small wins are ones that help us relax or have to do with improving our finances. What most people say is is their favorite types of little victories, if you will. And little surprise, like a free coffee or a great parking spot also ranked really high in the survey that came out yesterday as well. So, uh, you know, this little victory things works, man. I I don't want to say that I was the, uh, the creator of small victories, but, uh, (laughs) we were. Mm-hmm. We were. Now the surveys are we coming We certainly out support that idea. So that's that. Yeah. Um, we're doing our holiday memories week on the show this week too, where my mom and I are reminiscing about favorite favorite holiday memories and hopefully kind of giving you an opportunity to do it too because it is fun. Like it's something about reminiscing back in the holidays. It just brings uh, great joy, I think, mm-hmm. um, because there's nothing better than the holidays when you were like younger. Um, mm-hmm. like holidays of yesteryear will always be like my favorite memories, you know, and I've got a great one for tomorrow. My absolute favorite mom. If I say my absolute well, favorite Christmas memory, does one, anything come to mind? Oh, does it have to do and, with the da, show? Da, 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 oh, don't okay. say anything. All right. But do you, do you think you have any idea what I'm talking about when I say it's my absolute mm-hmm. all time favorite Christmas memory of all time? Maybe. Okay. Tomorrow we'll get to that one. But today is your final day for our, um, our Christmas memories or holiday memories week. So mom. Oh, it's my final day. Final day. This is it. It's okay, Thursday. Okay, well, I'm going to change it from the one I was thinking of earlier. Okay. My favorite um, holiday memory is when we would always get together with my best friend Margot's kids. She was divorced, and um, they would come over, and we would go to her house every year. And her three kids and the two of you, Maggie wasn't born yet, would do a Christmas play and you would spend an hour or two all afternoon 
planning this Christmas play <laughs> that seemed like it went on forever. And Margot and I would be the only audience, and we would just sit there. We'd be, of course, drinking wine and having a good time. Yeah. We're doing all Which that. you would have to, I'm sure, to get through that. Uh, yes, which we needed. And then you all would come down and everybody would have their part and their role. And it was the sweetest thing ever. I have some of those on video. I love them. I love them. That was, yeah, that was a great holiday memory. Um, I I don't know if anybody else's families did that too, but we we would always, like every holiday we'd be putting on a show. I've been putting on shows since (laughs) damn I was a kid, you know, like it's just what I've I've done my whole entire life. Yes. Uh, And so I, um, every, every, yes, this this family would come over and um, I remember the only, I have a couple like memories of doing it, uh, but I think the one that pops in mind was like, what would happen would be, I would play Santa and (laughs) Santa, Santa's, um, outfit would consist of like a robe, like a red robe, you know, right. like a, you'd wear after a bath or something. Right. And then all I remember, and I think I had a Santa hat that I wore. Um, <laughs> and I remember then too, as I had a, um, a beanie, a gray beanie <laughs> yes. that I would pin safety pin to the Santa hat. And I would, uh, so does that make sense? Like to the bottom of it. So kind of hang down for your beard and I'd wear it like as a beard right <laughs> but like you gotta remember like I'm a kid and like I'm try- trying to talk through it so like, it would be like covered in slobber <laughs> like I've seen pic- and I, I just know that because I've like seen pictures since then you know of all that yeah, so it'd be <laughs> yeah he's just soaking and in like saliva soaked from being in that bathroom yeah I'd be like sweating it'd be oh you know God. I'd be like my body temperature would be like 110 degrees <laughs> Um, and I don't, I don't really, I know we like sing and like, I get so mad if everyone didn't sing the Christmas songs, uh-huh. like we'd have like a layout and I'd like write it out on a piece of paper of like what Christmas songs we we're going to sing in order. And like, if people didn't sing and I can only imagine how friggin' annoying that must've been now in hindsight, you know, but I'm like, no, we have 13 Christmas songs we got to get through. You better <laughs> go right. with me here. You're all going to sing. And I don't remember, was anybody else actually in the play or was just me? I feel like it didn't really matter. No, was everybody like, was in it. Who were they? You, they were just you like, were the director. It was Maggie and oh, John and yeah. Ellen so it was, and Brian. So it was, it was these other kids. Well, Brian, I don't feel like Brian was ever like, what did he ever do? I don't well, remember. Really, I don't really know that he and Ellen really cared really for bring it. Really bringing the energy to the show. They like you and John and Maggie yeah. did. So I re- do remember that. I think, I think it was it was the daughter of my mom's friend was what literally would drag me around <laughs> in a – we'd make her a reindeer. <laughs> yes. And she'd have to drag me around in like a laundry basket, if I do remember right. correctly. Yes. So with a sleigh. Yeah, that's uh, that's uh, <laughs> putting on shows for a long time. You've, you've, so you've, you've been seeing a lot of shows fun. of mine, Mom. You've been seeing a lot of shows I of mine. You've seen know? a lot of shows. A lot I of love shows. them all. It's so that's, fun. Uh, interesting. So all right, fun. let's get to our, our quote for today. Okay. It's from Kristen Vickers Douglas from the Mayo Clinic. She says, if your loved one expresses a desire, need, or commitment to change, fan the flame. Your encouragement can make all the difference. Say it one more time. If your loved one expresses a desire, need, or commitment to change, fan the flame. Your encouragement can make all the difference. I know that's right. That's so true. I mean, that can be applied to addiction. That can be applied to just relationships, you know, any kind of problem that that your loved one's having, whether it's your parent, whether it's your partner, whether it's your child, 
Yeah. But if they're expressing a need to change, then you need to support them in that. Yeah. Um, because if they know that you're on their side, that makes all the difference. If they have someone that believes in them, that they can actually do it, it makes all the difference. Did you, in your relation, because I, and I, I completely agree with it, but do you ever feel like you, do you ever feel like maybe you shouldn't always support your partner's ideas? What do you mean? <laughs> like, has dad in the last 50 years you guys have been together ever like had an idea and you're like, whoa, that does not sound like a good idea, you know? Because sometimes I feel like your your partner will have somebody like, like let's say like if I was in a relationship, and I'm like, you know what, I'm going to go be an astronaut. And you're like, mm, I don't know. Or I'm going to be like an Olympic, Olympic gymnast. And you're like, mm. I don't well, know if it's like the you know, what best this is idea. saying is about changing. It's about yourself. Yeah. You know, it's not about making a job change or um, something like that. But yeah, I'm, I'm sure that, well, I know for sure that he's thought a lot of things I wanted to do were crazy. Most things <laughs> I wanted to do, yeah. you thought were crazy. Yeah. Um, but yeah, that but I, the challenge, right? But yeah, but I'm talking about mental health changes, mm. and I think yeah. that's what she's referring to as well. Right. And we really need that support from someone to say yes, you can. Sure. Um, yeah. Yeah. Absolutely. There you go. There's your quote for today. So think about it, because this this time of year really triggers a lot of people. It's not a happy, joyous time for everyone. Right. And there's a lot of triggers out there. So be kind to your friends and family and loved ones and colleagues that, that need your support. Sure. Mm-hmm. There you go. All right. Ask my mom here in a couple seconds. Before we get to that, uh, mom, we're going to talk about uh, my uh, my grooming habits. <laughs> okay. Over the next go minute. Ahead. So, uh, so go with me here. Right. I just want to contribute. <laughs> I just feel like when you know when they when um, our friends over at uh, Manscaped decided to come on to our podcast, I don't know if they ever thought about the uncomfortableness it might bring when I have to discuss this with my mother. But uh, it's okay. I feel like a mother son should talk about their grooming habits. So uh, here we are. Okay. Uh, <laughs> Manscaped is the leader in men's below-the-waist grooming, and they have served more than 4 million men worldwide. And it is – listen, tis the season, ladies, right? Like this is uh, this is what you want to – it's like the gift that keeps on giving year-round for you, really, if you think about it. Uh, Manscaped is – it's funny because they sent me over this performance package 4.0. It's what they call it, right? And it's it's their best-selling products all put into one kit because it's like let's get it. Like sometimes buying for guys can be hard. And I, and then we, we talked about that a lot. And most of the products we bring onto the podcast for men uh, are ones that I'm like, hey, this would be, this would be a solid gift. Like this would be a solid one for you to do, right? Uh, so uh, this one, when I was thinking about it, I was like, man, this is going to be funny because I'm sure there's plenty of women that listen to this podcast that really know their man could use this performance package 4.0. <laughs> yeah, like, but yeah, how listen, do they tell him? <laughs> and, that, and that's it. But like you do it, this is like such a cheeky way of doing it that I feel like this, instead of being like, hey, listen, like you've really let yourself go down there. Like <laughs> you just give it to me. And it's like, it's done in like a funny way because it comes with like everything. So let me, let me break through, down this uh, performance package 4.0. It's got the uh, the lawnmower body trimmer, right? <laughs> Which is just funny. It's just funny. Right? How, can, how can you be like this weird? Like it's funny. 
It's funny. It's the best trimmer on the market for your balls, your butt, and your body, by the way. The Weed Whacker, that is your ear and your nose hair trimmer. They also have their famous liquid formulations, the Crop Preserver, which is their ball deodorant. And then their Crop Reviver Ball Toner to maximize your ball hygiene routine. So... I love you, the names. I know. It, that's it's what I'm saying. They so just do such a great, great job with this. It doesn't make it awkward. It doesn't make it weird. It's just it's just no. fun. Uh, if you, By the way, when you get the performance package now, you also get two free gifts. That is the Manscaped Boxers that came with it and also the uh, the Shed Travel Bag with you as well. So you can uh, you can trim on the go, which is nice, <laughs> right? So, All right. Uh, <laughs> And you can just say, says. you know, I was just supporting Certified Mama's Boy, and maybe they'll use it. Maybe they'll yeah, get the hint. Exactly. <laughs> right? Like you, I'm supporting my favorite podcast over right, here, right? Exactly. So it really it's fun. It's a fun product. And, and like, you know, I I had I had uh, I had to stop and pause and think about it. this is really like something we want to bring on the podcast. And then when I got it, I'm like, this is fun. Like this is a fun gift to give somebody. And for dudes, for our, you know, our, our guys listening to this podcast, come on, treat yourself to it this holiday season. It's a it's a great gift. 20% off too right now, and it supports the podcast. So thank you for doing that. 20% off and free shipping at manscaped.com. The promo code is Kramer20. Be the ballsiest gift giver this year with Manscaped and Manscaped. Dot com promo code Kramer20 to get 20% off. Also, Mac Weldon is if you're trying to go for something maybe a little bit more traditional, Mac Weldon <laughs> might be uh might be a different way for you uh-huh. to go over here. Uh-huh. Mac Weldon is men's clothing. Um uh, it's I I could I just was able to give a really good personal review of it yesterday, and I can kind of bring it into today's show. Uh Mac Weldon, I wore their gloves, their long johns or their thermal underwear, and their um Socks. Did I say socks already? I wore something no, else. It was Mac. Not Weldon. today. <laughs> um, to New York, and I was super warm. I mean, it wasn't like hot warm because I had two pairs. I, I had the Mac Weldon one. I had one the Monza one you sent me last year. You know, when I was getting cold outside. Yes. The ones that you sent me when we were, it was like getting cold outside. Like it was just like I was like sweating underneath them. Like that's for like <laughs> extreme weather. This was like this was really a nice, comfortable breathable pair of thermal underwear. Uh, same with the gloves. The gloves were are kind of thin. And so I wasn't really, I was kind of like, eh, I don't know. I don't know if it's going to really hold up in like cold weather because the problem with gloves is that like, I can recommend this to people in San Diego. I can recommend this to people in Baltimore, New York as well, because it, I would say it didn't make your hands super hot, but mm-hmm. it really kept them warm. I didn't like one time, like feel that bite of cold come through. Mm-hmm. So, uh, big fan, big fan of Mack Weldon. If you're looking for uh, top notch tops, best-selling bottoms, underwear, and accessories for this holiday season. It'd be great for your dad, your husband, super comfortable. I know a couple of the guys. I know Donald buys from them. My friend Jason buys from them. I, I'm a fan. I'll buy more uh, for my own money because it was it's really good. 20% off your first order, by the way, MacWeldon.com slash Kramer. Enter promo code Kramer. It's MacWeldon.com slash Kramer. Promo code is Kramer for 20% off. MacWeldon, get it right this holiday season. All right, we're going to get to ask my mom here in a couple seconds. First, certified fans, hello. Welcome to the show. (laughs) Uh, Certified fans are people that can donate a couple dollars a month to the podcast, and you're so appreciative. Like We're so thankful for you. Mm -hmm. I hope you'll take a a couple seconds. Even if you just want to find out more about certified fans, if you just text the word fans, F-A-N-S, to 888-Kramer8, then we can uh, give you a quick rundown of what all that includes when you become one, and it really is super helpful. So thank you for that. I can – I don't – feel the stress of having to pay all this money every month. It costs, I mean, honestly, like it costs a little under a thousand dollars a month. I just want to be transparent about that, but a little under a thousand dollars a month to produce this podcast. Mm-hmm. Uh, so 
you know, it doesn't uh, include my salary. Yeah, that's my mom's salary alone, actually. Uh So uh, (laughs) that's my retirement plan, you know. I just want, yeah. I just want that to just. I I I believe in full transparency on this podcast, and so uh, in full transparency, uh, it's not. I mean, it's not super expensive to produce it, but it does. I mean, I I don't know that I can afford a hundred. I mean, a thousand dollars a month just Mm -hmm. to like produce a podcast, you know. So uh, because we do not make a thousand dollars a month in advertising, so no. So when you guys chip in, it's super helpful. Uh, so, uh, yeah, if you want to help us, text the word FANS, F-A-N-S, 888-Kramer8. One of the things people love is the fact that we dedicate an episode to you when you um, join. And when we don't have somebody new, we go back and we thank someone that's been here for a while. We now have 410 certified fans. So we will spin the wheel. Nobody new today. But we, I okay. could change. I could change by tomorrow. That's what right. We're gonna do is we're going to spin the wheel and we're going to find out who – it's going to be our certified fan of the day. Dedicate this show to them. And that is certified fan number 27. Oh, early on. Going early on. Probably the first day. The first <laughs> couple of days we had, we had so many people that I joined. Know. So um, still here today. All right. Certified fan number 27 is, and I think it's fun too because people get to find out their number. I don't know why it's so fascinating, but it'd be fascinating for me too. I get it. <laughs> Uh, it's Maggie Yancey. How about that? <laughs> Maggie. It's for Maggie. My Aww. sister. Um, Aww, she is my baby that. sister. She has been a certified <laughs> fan uh, since the very first day we did this. She was the Aww. last person on day one to join. Aww. So to my baby sister, for Maggie. She is, yes. uh, she is a whoop whoop. She deserves a very special <laughs> whoop whoop. She and, does. Uh, she gets a her. bonus whoop whoop. All right, let's give it to her. So whoop, whoop, whoop to wonderful, beautiful Drum Maggie. Love her yep. forever. Mm-hmm. Um, also, today, tomorrow is the last day to vote for Podcast Magazine. So Ooh. I thought I made it easier this month by just texting the word vote. Mm-hmm. To 888 Kramer, and I told you that Dante helped me figure out to where we could actually pre-populate it mm-hmm. to automatically fill in certified mama's boy. And uh, let me let me see if it's. I'm pretty sure it doesn't work right though. And that was, I don't. We we had it working right. Um, the number is uh, 888 Kramer. I'm gonna do it right now as we're doing this. Okay. Um, and I'm gonna text in vote V O T E. Mm-hmm. And then when I click on, yeah, I think I, I did. I screwed this up. Because it still goes to the hot 50 links. I just got I just got to update it. Hopefully, by the time this gets released, I will remember. What happens, I'll forget to do it. And I'm like, oh, my God. Mm-hmm. Uh, it'll, it'll pre-populate, hopefully, by the time you hear this, to just automatically fill in Certified Mama's Boy and Kramer and Jess uh, uncensored. And then you can always you know go for the upside. We're trying to get the upside back in the number one spot. And um, those are our podcast mm-hmm. buddies and our, our sister podcast. Mm-hmm. And um, so vote for them or whatever your favorite podcast is. Thanks, thank you for supporting podcasts. We appreciate it. You know, anybody that supported nice. me from radio shows to podcasting, really appreciate that. And uh, thank you for the votes. And it means a lot. So thank you. Thank you. Mm-hmm. All right, mom. Let's, uh, let's get to ask my mom. This is an advice segment that we do twice a week. If you ever have a dilemma, then you can be on the segment. And that is by you going to um, – you can just go to uh, uh, email me, thatguykramer at gmail.com. And mm-hmm. what happens is my mom will give you some good motherly advice and we'll hop in. The rest of us will hop in too with some advice as well. And if you're a certified fan, you'll actually see it on the page. And uh, you can. that's another way for you to get the uh, Ask My Mom advice mm-hmm. segment every 
every uh, Monday, uh, sorry, Tuesday, Thursday. So mom, without further ado. Okay, here we go. Mama Nancy, my husband and I have created a problem in our household. It's a Christmas tree disaster. We have two young kids. Our daughter is six and our son is four. They are more into Christmas this year than ever, and I wanted to get them involved. So my husband and I made a big deal out of decorating the tree, and we let them do most of it. They were so proud. They kept taking pictures of it and talking about it over and over. It was fun, but it looks awful. Frankly, it was a Christmas disaster, and we have family coming to spend Christmas week with us. I left it for a few days. Yesterday, I fixed it. And when they saw what I did, they were crushed. My Mm. daughter looked at me and said, we didn't do a good job. Was it that bad? They both looked like they were going to cry. Oh, I'd be crushed. Now I don't know what to do. My husband says we should get another tree, a smaller one, and let them redo it any way they want. But I don't know if that will fix their broken hearts. What should I do? Aw. Yeah. Well, I get it. I mean, I get it. Here's what I think I would do. And Kramer, you can talk about this um, when you were a kid. You know, I bought all of my kids a little Christmas tree for their room that they could decorate. So maybe, Is that why you did that? Yeah. So y'all could have your own little tree in your room and you could decorate it any way you wanted. It was fun, wasn't it? I thought, is it because you didn't want the main tree to look like crap? Was that really the real? (laughs) No, I just thought it's fun. No, I just thought it was fun for y'all to have a tree in your room. And was it? Okay. Yeah, it was cool. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. So I I think that would be my suggestion. Say, you know, you're going to get your own tree. It's almost like the damage is done. (laughs) Like you, you've already like changed it and like, I been know. like, Oh my God. Like, and like, here's what's so funny is when I go back every holiday, like my mom still puts out the ornaments that I made, you know, and it's like, it's like a popsicle stick with a, with a red nose and reindeer. I'm like, oh, hell, like this, this is garbage. I can't believe you actually like kept this stuff. You know what Aww. I mean? Yeah, uh, so, funny. uh, I, I, I feel for you because I can't imagine what as a parent, how that must feel to have it be inundated with like, Kid stuff, you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Like to be inundated with all this. Let's be, let's be honest. Some of it not the most visually attractive artwork <laughs> or or Christmas tree designs. Uh-huh. Uh, but like, what are you like? What are you supposed to do about that? I mean, yeah. honestly, like, because here it is. Like, I get it. Like, you don't want, and I can only imagine what's. And if you're listening right now, and I'll actually email her back. I want to see a picture. What the, if she has a picture from the tree? Look like, oh, you know? Oh yeah. Because um, I'm curious. I'm super curious if like. All the ornaments were at the bottom. You know what I mean? It just looked uh-huh. like a damn tree that a kid decorated. Uh-huh. And like, couldn't this be a good teacher? Because here's what happens is like, I feel like, and of course I'm not a parent. Might be one day. But um, I feel like we just let our kids off the hook so easy with things where it's just like, mm-hmm. oh yeah, well, um, we don't, I don't want to hurt your feelings. So of course it's beautiful. When like in reality it's not. You know uh-huh. what I mean? Like in yeah. reality it's not. So like, what is the... What is like the proper way of handling that? Like, are you supposed to yeah. tell them like, no, it looks like shit and we changed it because like you're a kid and like obviously you shouldn't be decorating a tree by yourself because you're four or whatever it is. Um, you know, like what is – what do you do there? Mom, I know you. I, you would never say that to us. But I'm wondering no. if that's like the way to – that's like, you know, is that the better parenting way of doing things? Are you just – are you like teaching your kids a lesson here? Mm. 
like 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 reinforcing bad you know I'm not maybe not bad habits but like a bad um what's the word I'm looking for here um do you see what I'm trying to go with this are you reinforcing that like everything they do is great yes and they can do no wrong yeah and I, I swear to God that's why I am the way I am today because I swear <laughs> my mom always told me that everything I did was great and so now I, when people tell me I'm not great I'm like wait what really though honestly all all jokes aside I know. You know, like I've, I, my mom never, ever told me that like anything I did was wrong or bad. And so I just assume mm-hmm. like when I went out in the cruel world, people were like, that's wrong. I'm like, no, it's not. My mom would probably say it was right. And then it's beautiful. <laughs> everything I do is right. Everything I do is right. In every way. I'm perfect. And everyone should love me the same way my mom loves me. <laughs> I always say that's my biggest childhood trauma is my mom loved me too much. It was just like, damn, you know? So I don't know. I, I don't know if my mom's the right person to get advice from this. I feel yeah. like most parents would probably use this opportunity to say, listen, honestly, it's not great yet. It's not great. Not great yet. But like, mm-hmm. it could be. And like, why don't we redo it? Rather than being like, oh no, you know, like it's, you know, it was uh, the cat knocked the tree over. So we had to redecorate, you know, like I don't, I don't know. I don't mm-hmm. know. You know? Yeah. I still with say, me no? <laughs> of I course still you say do. buy them a little tree for their room. My mom said you tell them they're perfect. It was the greatest Christmas tree you ever had. <laughs> well, I mean, you know, it is sweet. Well, 888 Now I eight. think I probably would have left it. I mean, if I had grandkids that came over and decorated a tree, would I would you say. Would you know? Because if it looked like crap, it looked like crap. You know? Like, and I would say to everybody, look what Joey and Susie did. It's so cute. I, I think 90%. 95% of phone calls that we get from parents will say they would totally change the tree <laughs> and they would tell the kids right. that it, it wasn't the greatest. And here's You're why. Probably but right. maybe I'm wrong. I'm not a parent. So 888 Kramer 8. Which one is it? Do you tell them the truth or you just soften the blow and go with it? And we'll uh, get some voicemails on this week. So 888 Kramer 8. All right, mom, that is it for you today. I love you. Okay, honey. Love you forever. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. And that is going to do it for our Thursday show. Thank you so much for listening to this podcast. I mean, it really is incredible. 408 episodes. I mean, think about most most podcasts. Let me let me let me Google this really quick because I think we're gonna learn this together. I want to see how many episodes most podcasts finally make it to. How many episodes do most podcasts last? The answer is on average 14 episodes. 14 episodes. Uh, so the fact that we you've listened now to way more than that, it is um, it's really and, – and honestly, here's too. The average podcast gets about 27 listens per episode. So the top 1% gets 3,200 uh, 3, listens per episode. So like thank you so much. Like you've made this podcast a big deal. And like I just – I don't know. I'll always be appreciative of these people. These people right here. You. No matter what happens in my radio career, like this will always be the most meaningful thing I've ever done. So thank you so much for being a part of it. And thank you to all of our certified fans that support it. And thank you. I mean, there, there wouldn't be certified fans if there wasn't our podcast fam in the first place. So it's fun to spend the holidays with you guys. Thank you so much. We'll see you tomorrow, uh, Friday with Jimmy Mack. 
and uh, we'll see you then. Love you. Bye. Okay, that's it for today. Thanks for listening to my son's podcast, Certified Mama's Boy. Be sure to review and subscribe and tell your friends. Love you forever.